1: Well, let's get it. We're going to talk today about the power of questions and how that really affects our life because actually I'd love to start off with this, Chris, there's a great quote and I don't even know who said this, but that probably Mary, our mentor, Mary Morrissey, but uh, maybe she got this quote from someone else, but the quote being the quality of our life depends on the quality of questions that we're willing to ask Mm. of of ourselves and others and the universe, right? And God, spirit. So yeah, I think it's it's a huge topic that requires some time to dive into.
0: No, I was actually thinking about that like before we started talking about this, and and the the idea of being able to question things mm. actually is what drove possibly every single uh, like scientific and social like any movement or any like progression in in human history had to start off by someone questioning the way that. Things currently were. Right. Otherwise, like we would have, you know, and, and you can look back in history along like, like who was like authorities at the time. And like one time it was like, let's say like the Catholic Church or like, let's say like, or for example, like the earth didn't revolve around the sun. Like yep. It was a time where people thought the sun revolved around the earth and the earth was the center of the universe. And if you question that, Like you were ridiculed, like you would lose like any type of scientific standing in in the community, like maybe sometimes you'd be killed, like so, but it's, but it's these acts of questioning things, like questioning the way the status quo is that actually causes us as humans to move forward. And so you, you you can, you can see it in a lot of examples in history from like the macro perspective of like, um, like movements, like social movements and scientific movements among, among groups of people, but Mm -hmm. you can also... Introspectively like go back into yourself and realize that anytime that you want to progress in life or you want to bring about something different that is currently not in your life, it's gonna start with you questioning things about what you're currently doing and questioning your thought processes, questioning your habits, and like
1: mm-hmm. being
0: being willing to question. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's kind of scary to question because. Right now, you're, if you're in a status quo, like it might be an uncomfortable status quo, but it's still familiar to you. Mm-hmm. And when you start to ask questions, you start to think about different things. Because every time you ask a question in your head, you're, 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 your brain, your, your consciousness is going to want to supply you with an answer. Yeah. So if you start Looking asking questions that you're not used to asking, you're going to start getting answers that you're not used to getting. Yep. And that could be uncomfortable.
1: A hundred percent. Which goes back to I mean everything we covered on this podcast, but in one way or another, pretty much on every episode, is that you have to get outside of your comfort zone to actually yeah. have a different experience in life, different growth or evolution. Like you were speaking to, is that that's literally the nature of our our reality. It's like growth that we want that kind of experience, and the only way that comes through is by asking questions. Which. Yeah. I know you were saying I cause just to add on to what you said is that like, you know, any growth in science or just human development, but I, I think it also I know I think you meant this as well because it covers all aspects of life, but also spiritually. Mm-hmm. Like there's the only way that we actually were able to dive deeper within ourselves is by questioning, say, like our thoughts or questioning our emotions or questioning the nature of our own reality and what we believe is true. Right, like otherwise that we wouldn't have ever broken open to understanding that we're more than those thoughts, feelings, emotions, actions, whatever it is in the physical realm. Yeah, at least I think so. Yeah, makes me think of meditation too. You know, like (laughs) that's—I know it's not an active questioning, like what does that thought mean or whatever. But like when you meditate and like actually go to that one-pointed focus, like you know, what you're doing is just questioning, just without a question if that makes any sense at all, but like, just Mm -hmm. that you're letting go of like thoughts, feelings, like just the old programming, just to discover and just dive deeper into just who you really are. I I see that as a kind of a questioning process.
0: Yeah, no, I think the, I think uh, the meditation process, it silences yourself enough so that you can start asking questions about the thoughts that you're having. Like it, 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 uh, It allows you to start noticing your thoughts so that you can start questioning them. Yep. Because if you're not, you're not in that place of like stillness and you're not in that place of, of being able to be open to receive mm. and be open to listen to yourself, yep. you're not going to be able to question it. Cause you're not, you're not going to be in that space. Like you're yep. just going to be on autopilot the whole time. You're not going to have anything to question because you're just going to think like, this is just how I am.
1: There's yeah. nothing to question. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah and I, I think just as you were sharing that it just popped in my mind, like the type of question really matters too, because you can ask questions that will lead you downward in your life and actually just cause you to be more disempowered rather than empowered, which is what you're looking for when you're asking questions anyway, or at least I believe is like the purpose of asking questions. Um, but it also, I think it also means, cause we can talk about that for sure. Um, in a second, but I think it also depends on the kind of question, like either open-ended or close-ended. Like mm-hmm. if you ask yourself, I, I think both are powerful, right. But like some questions, if you ask it where it's like, there's a yes or no answer, sometimes like you won't really get that kind of clarity because the answer that you actually really need is not a black and white answer, like a yes or no. Mm-hmm. It's like more of, again, a discovery process rather than like, this is 100% the answer or yeah. not.
0: Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I does that make sense? It, it does. It does. Okay. And I think, um, open-ending, open-ended questions. Like when, when you ask, when you ask a yes or no question, I feel like the answer, it, you know, every, every question you ask, the answer is going to involve some kind of thinking, right? But when you ask an open-ended question, I feel like the thinking is more critical mm. because the answer isn't just yes or no. So you have to form, like when you formulate your answer, you're formulating an idea in your head to answer the question. Yeah. And the ideas that we formulate in our head and the ideas that we like cling onto become the things that we eventually like, it becomes like who we are. Yeah, Like our ideas about like reality, our ideas about ourselves, our our ideas about what we think about our ideas about how we relate to the world. Like that becomes part of our personality, Mm. which becomes like how we relate to the world. So like yes or no questions can be powerful, but the more powerful questions are the ones that you ask and you have to like, you think you have to like, think about it. It's like, Oh, and, and I think what you, to go back to what you're saying before too, I feel like a lot of us ask questions that are very disempowering. Mm. And again, Like when you ask a question, you can, you can, you can try this experiment in your head. Like when you ask a question, your, your consciousness is, your consciousness is going to try to supply you with an answer. Right. And so if you ask the questions, like, why me? Like, you're going to think of an answer about why you, and you're going to think about all the reasons why you can't do it and all the reasons why you're not good enough. And it's just as easy. You can just as easy ask a question. The the question of like, like, why not me? Or like, Mm. why, like, 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 what can I do? Like it's, yep. it's the different quality of questions. You start to supply yourself with different answers, mm-hmm. and it, it can be very, very powerful.
1: Yeah, definitely. Though so I, I like the way you put it as well as, well as like, why me? We often, I, I, I feel like that's, that's a common thing that we often ask ourselves, especially if we're not really engaged in personal growth or a spiritual transformation like that. We're not really open to evolving and growing, which I don't think anyone listening to this podcast episode is not open to, but like, I think that's where we all start. Is it a victimhood state? Cause we're unaware of our power and that's just how most people in the world live. And so if something happens that is not good or that you prefer not to have happen or that you feel like is, uh, I don't know, unfair to you in life, then the natural question is like, "Oh, why is this happening to me? Why can't I get a break? And i uh, give my awareness is like, even if you ask those questions, and you get the answer. It's still not helpful. right? Yeah. Like <laughs> you can't do much with like, why is this happening to me? Oh, okay. Because I, I was in a bad attitude. Okay. <laughs> but now yeah. what? Like, you yeah. still need to know like, all right, well, what can I do to change it? Like that's, that's the natural next question after that. But like, I think so often we just spend so off so long in those victimhood questions that we just, I don't know, just give away our power to that question.
0: I think I think it it also um like our our bodies are really good and our nervous systems are really good at rationalizing the way that we feel. Mm. And so sometimes asking those questions, why me, can actually make you feel better because you have answers to those. Right. So it's like, oh, it's because I'm not good enough for this, or it's oh because because, I have the money. Yeah, exactly. So so it'll it'll supply you an answer that actually comforts you sometimes. Right. And so you can get stuck in that that pattern of like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a loop. Yeah and another thing i think we fall into as well and i don't know if this re- this relates to the overall topic of questioning right but i feel like when we ask questions or when we think about like why me and we get down and depressed over something that's happening we we tend to look at the thing that's happening to us in isolation mm. versus the whole of what it could possibly bring about right cuz i i feel like so many times like it, it, yeah, I'm just thinking of an example for you, Kev, like the the struggle that you had at the before you quit school to mm-hmm. you know go through all that to become a life coach and everything. Like that that was a like that was like a shitty situation that you were in, like in, right. in school, like figuring out like what you wanted to do. Yeah. And if you take that that moment in isolation, it's like I was like miserable that year and like I failed a class and like all the yep. stuff. When you look at it in the like through a microscope, just that one little instance, it's like, yeah, that sucks. But then now you look at what came of it like zooming out and seeing all the stuff that could have happened or that did happen it's like we we tend to look at things in isolation but like as part Mm -hmm. of a whole whole like we just don't know how god or the universe is 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 pulling the strings and allowing everything to come together like in the end
1: yeah definitely i love that it reminds me of the the terms like taking the long view right Like that you're you're actually being willing to like be okay with that it might not be exactly as you envisioned it to be like your life in this present moment, but that just because things aren't going the way that you think that it should be, or that you would want it to go. Doesn't mean that there isn't an actual plan through which things are actually going to happen for your, for your greater growth and for your, a better life or just, I don't know, greater happiness or enjoyment in life. Yeah. And that's exactly it. A hundred percent for me It's like, yeah, that was definitely in those states of like, ah, oh, like this sucks. Like, and I don't know the answer, like what's the best move? Because at the time I had no, no clue at all that I was going to start a business and, and be a coach or anything like that. Like that was years down the line, but like, I knew that there was something in my heart that just felt like, all right, this like pharmacy path was not for me. So like I had to, you know, go into those questions of like, all right, well, what do I really want to do? What really does light me up? Like, what would I love? And those kind of questions started to just, I don't know, help me make those decisions to move in a direction of a life that I, I would love, even if it wasn't actually happening within that time frame. Like, cause it was months, months. I mean, actually about a year until I really felt like I had quote unquote made it. When I got a job working for Mary's company, my mentor's company, like I was like, you know, got a job as a content developer, got a paid a full salary and everything like that. But that was literally 12 months after I'd, I'd left pharmacy school. And I, I kind of like flailed about and just floundered. And it was just like, Like, ah, what do I do? And like, at the first, at the, at at the time I was working as a part-time at a part-time job in pharmacy, but then I left that and I got a part-time job working for my fraternity. And that wasn't really it. I got certified as a yoga teacher, started to teach a bit. That was a little bit better, but like, wasn't, I don't know, making like a full-time income or anything like that. So like, it was a whole journey of just discovery really. Yeah.
0: And to, to kind of relate it back to the questioning thing.
1: Yeah. Like when
0: you take a, like you said, the, your, your, the way you put it, like a the, the long view, mm. like it allows you in those moments of when things aren't working out to ask like a, what if question, like, mm. what if this is actually going to help me in the long run? Or what if like, this is actually all coming together for my good. Yeah. It allows you to kind of switch perspectives. Cause again, like when you ask those questions, you're going to think of, you're going to think of an answer, like right. something's going to, something's going to come up and it's going to be on a different frequency of response mm-hmm. because the frequency of the question is different exactly and so it might allow you to stay in that that um like the the positive attitude of like you know what this you, could be a really bad thing that i'm going through but i've been through tons of bad things in the past before and they've always either made me grow or it turned out it worked out something to something better right and so like having that mentality can help you in those states to like think more open mm-hmm and when we have, when we think more open, we have more access to our like mental faculties. We have more access to like ideas and thoughts and it can help us get through, you know, shitty times faster. Not yeah. to say that shitty times are not to say that all shitty times are good, but it's like there could always be something good that comes of it.
1: Right. Definitely. Yeah. Cause we can learn at the very least we can learn from it. And I think that a lot of people have that belief, but I think another layer of like what you're speaking to is the, the need for actually connecting with the feeling of that question, because there have been times where like, I've like, was in a really bad attitude. I was just not, I don't know. My perception about like what was going on was like, this sucks. Like, and I, I, my intuition would pop in the question, like, but what if this is actually for your greater growth? Mm. <laughs> and, and I did connect with that to a degree, but like, I was still in that attitude and so like, I was like, ah, eh, like sure. But, but, and like, I, I would stay in the victimhood, you know, but like actually connecting with the feeling like, okay. Sure. I might still, and there have been not many times, but there have been times definitely where like I was in a shitty mood, but then the question popped in and I asked myself that, but then I shifted my perception and was willing to actually allow that question to change me. And that changed for lack of a better term, that changed me, you know, like from allowing it to change me, it changed me. Like, so I was able to actually feel like that was true. You know, like the answers, whatever answers I got, that was like, yeah, this is actually for my greater growth. This is actually for my good some way and that i think is even more important than the actual question itself i i think mm. i mean both are important yeah you can't have one without the other but i i think it's the feeling that matters most too
0: that's interesting what you said about the question not even really mattering like in mm. terms of in terms of as long as like like sometimes you just have to ask a different question right to have a possibility of a different answer yeah like, sometimes the question doesn't even matter that much. It's just, if you keep asking yourself, like, why does this keep happening to me? Like, why can't I do it? Like, you're going to continually get the same answers. So just yep. asking like a slightly different question could give you that slightly different answer to open your mind to the possibility that, yeah, like this actually, you know, there could be a way out of it. And I, I, yep. I've noticed like, like that for myself in like through my personal development journey that's happened a lot is um, going through these, these uh, like very highs and lows of of my own journey and and, mm-hmm. and when i'm always at the lows like there's always that voice inside of me that's like it, it can and it will get better yeah and that's what always like allows me to continue going instead of just wallowing and staying there even though like yeah. there's been times where i have wallowed and stayed there for a while like i'm right. not saying it's easy to get out but it's like those asking those different quality questions can really can really open your mind to different possibilities that in your in like really dark times you might not realize are there
1: exactly Yeah. And that's the key of it. Right. It's like to actually help ourselves by means of those kinds of questions.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I want to also highlight something you said before that uh, you said it in so such passing because you were making some other point, but I want to come back to it and just highlight it because I think it's so important. And this kind of like encapsulates the importance of asking ourselves the questions and why the quality of our life equals the quality of questions we ask is because you said the quality or the, the frequency or vibration of the question that we ask determines the frequency or vibration of the answer that we receive. I think that is so, so important. It goes with the, just the law of attraction that like and also a basic fundamental principle is that like attracts like, is that like what we are generating the, the energy that we are creating by means of that question that we ask, whether it's a thought or it's actually verbally out loud to ourselves or even in journaling, whatever it is, but that vibration that we're setting by means of that question determines the answers that we receive, which is why, like what we were saying before is like the like victim of questions, like, Oh, why is this happening to me? Okay. You get the answer, but the answer is also in the same, same vibration of victimhood. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's not helping you. It's not going to help you move forward or change your life. So I think I, I just wanted to highlight that. No, yeah. No, I don't think true. there's less there's something else you want to share about that, but that's, that was my point. Well, I want to make, well,
0: I think, I think the, the entire, the entire crux of our episode on questions revolves around that idea, so right like it, it might seem like again, like a very simple idea, but that that is the idea. yeah, like that is it, exactly. Like that's the, it, it helps you reframe the way that you're feeling because you start to get different answers. yep and you're, and, and, and at the, the core of it, too, your answers are thoughts, right? And so you get different thoughts and then it changes the way that you feel emotionally, and mm-hmm. you know you can start like making different decisions about it. Exactly. Um, and again, it just provides you some, like, uh, some optimism, mm-hmm. at least it does for me. Like those types of questions, like what if questions, like
1: Definitely. what if this
0: isn't as bad as I think, or like what, like what if here, here, here's one that's actually helped me a lot this past week, because I've, I've been having a really tough time at work with a lot of um, stuff on my plate and a lot of like complicated things with not really, I haven't had really had much help in terms of like people reviewing my work and I've been having to make a lot of like decisions about things. And I was like really in a bad place early this week because I had so much work to do. And I was like, I'm never going to get this done. Like, how am I going to get this done? Like all this stuff. And then I was encouraged to like ask a question by like mom and by Julie and stuff about like, what if there was like, what if there was actually help? Like, what if like mm-hmm. you had access to help that you didn't realize that you had access to? And when I started asking those questions, I was like, oh, like I have team members. <laughs> and yeah. like, so I reached out to my my manager and like one of the kids that I work with who's on the same level as me and they provided so much help. And like, nice. if, I, if I just would have asked that question earlier, like I would have realized the access to support that I had. Right. So it's just like that little shift in like, in like perception, a little shift in like a question that I asked myself, it re- mm. really ended up paying a lot of dividends. Like It helped.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the very least for your own emotional state, let alone yeah. actually be the product productivity that you have in yeah. your work. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Trying was to think there's an example of my, in my life. Like, I mean, like you said before, of like going way back 2014 when I left pharmacy school, like well, that was a really I, I, powerful even, time.
0: Yeah. I mean, even just other, other sh- like short examples, like I've been really trying to connect with my um, spirituality and faith like lately. Cause you know, Kev, we grew up Christian. And so like connecting more to God and again, mm-hmm. God, universe, whatever term you want to use for it. But just asking, just asking questions about like, how can I potentially see the good in this situation? Mm. Or like, or like, please like provide me with like guidance on, on how this situation can help me by Mm. looking at how difficult situations in my past actually turned out to have some good in them. Right. And so, and again, I think it's that, that that microscope that we have on certain events in our life where when we're going through them, It's very hard to zoom out and see how they can play into the bigger picture. But when you look at examples from your past in your life, like even if this, you say this is the toughest thing you've ever been through Mm. before this, there was the toughest thing that you were going through before that you didn't think you were going to make it out of. And you made it out of, and you were able to gleam something from it. So that, 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 that question has been, and helped me a lot. Like this, these, what if questions about like, Mm -hmm. what if there's some good in this? It's really helped me like open my eyes to be like, all right, like okay, there's some growth in this or, okay, like I can get like a lot of experience from this, or it just, mm. it just helps your brain think about something different than just all the despair.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, what if is really powerful, but in the positive sense, because I, I think also got to be aware of like, what, if, what if uh, the, that kind of, what if question can be filled in in a negative lens lens yeah, as definitely. well. It's like, what, if, what if this doesn't work out? What if I fail or what if I you know, get fired or what if that person doesn't like me or what if, and we get so caught up in the what ifs. In fact, that <laughs> just reminded me. There's a one of my favorite songs, or not favorite, but um, a, a, a song I really love. I'll say. A um, song?
0: What? If? It's no, it's actually not. Oh
1: no, no, no. Although that's a great question too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and funny enough, I was listening to that song literally just yesterday. But no, it's a song actually um, by Kane Brown. If I I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, K-A-N-E, and um, this song I actually found just like a month into dating, uh, Viv and now that we're, you know, we're getting married and everything, but the, the song is called what ifs by Kane Brown and, uh, in the lyrics, he's specifically speaking to like, you know, a romantic relationship and like, he's singing about how like the girl is asking, like, you know, you keep asking me like, what if, what if I hurt you? Or what if, you know, this doesn't work out? What if I, you know, just, I'm not, this is not like going to be the, like, you know, this, like our relationship we're meant to be together. And like Kane Brown's in the, the, the chorus, like he provides the opposite. What if he's yeah. like, what if we're meant to be together? What if, and like the end of the, what ifs and this like struck my heart when I first heard it was what if I go and change your name? Like the last name, obviously like marrying yes. the person. So like, it's like, fuck, that, that hits me hard. Like, yeah, I feel that, but well, like, yeah, it's positive. What ifs?
0: Well, I think, uh, and again, going back to a point I said before about the comfort zones that we have, the, 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 what if questions, they tend they usually tend to be like, Oh, what if this doesn't work out? Or like, right. Like, because those, what ifs, they allow you to stay in your comfort zone. Cause then mm-hmm. you don't, you don't want to try. Exactly. It's like, so, but then when you, when you change it around, it's like, what if it does work out? Then it's like, Oh yep. fuck.
1: Like what yeah. if it does? Like, cause then it, it,
0: it, 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 that answer forces you to get out of your comfort zone. Cause then it's like, all exactly. right, like there's a possibility it could work out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, uh, on the same line of that thinking about like the comfort zone and everything, that's why I think also some people find questions like what if it does work out kind of cheesy or kind of like, oh, it's, it's nothing like that's, that's not going to do anything because it's kind of like a defense mechanism. Like unconsciously, we know that it's going to cause us to grow if we really consider that question deeply, but we just kind of brush it off because it's got so much power into it. Cause it literally, honestly, like I would like might be with some friends or like, especially with like new clients that I work with, I'll ask the question, like, so what if it does work out? And they're they're not really able yet because we have, I haven't worked with them for that long yet to really go deeply into like, yeah, like actually connecting with that possibility and the reality that things could work out for their greater good and that they could be living a life that they, they love and building their dream and, and growing spiritually. So all those things like, but so often we just brush it off because we're not held to that question. Like, first off, we don't hold ourselves, but then of course, like when someone works with me, I'm holding them to that question. Yeah. It kind of like causes them to squirm in their seat for a little bit. It's like, ah, and, and sometimes even like, I get like uh, um, some words back of like, like, ah, but it's probably not. Or like, I don't know how it would be. Like, and so they kind of brush it off in a way of like not knowing how it all will work out. But that's not the question. The question is not saying, how is it all going to work out? The question is what, what, what if, what if it does, how would that feel? Or like, what would you do then? Like, and just the first step that you would take. Right. So like it's, it's getting beyond that kind of like mental boundary or emotional boundary, really, like you said, around the comfort zone, mm. it's, it's difficult on our own.
0: Yeah. That's a good point about the, what if though, again, another good point about it. Cause like when you ask someone, what if, and then what if it does work out, it. Forces them to think of a possibility that currently isn't in their life. Right. When you say, what if it doesn't work out? You already know how that feels like.
1: Exactly. Because it's
0: not working out right now. Like you don't yeah. have it. <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 again, like the, I think, I think we touched on this in the very beginning where it's like, the like questions can keep you in your comfort zone yep. because your body, your brain, and your nervous system can rationalize you staying here, but they also mm-hmm. can force you into thinking of, greater possibilities that can force you out of your comfort zone so it's like it can yep. literally change the way that you're feeling yep. just a just a question yeah which is very powerful
1: yeah very which i think yeah. is the point of our episode exactly <laughs> mic drop yeah. honestly i feel i feel complete with that right there bro
0: we can actually mic drop now with these yes <laughs> because we have yeah. mics yeah
1: yeah we have different microphones now if you're watching the video of it yeah you can see which you know i've uh might have heard that but I've uh, played around with just actually like holding the microphone while we record. So yeah, it could be like a. Just walking around. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But I kind of like this, the stand still. I like the stand too, but it
0: also kind of feels like,
1: you know, (laughs) kind of, yeah. With the microphone, (laughs) holding the microphone, it seems more legit. Maybe. I don't know.
0: I don't know more legit, but it'd be cool of like, cause honestly, honestly, like whenever I'm talking on the phone or I'm talking to, let's say, Okay if there was a camera following me around every time we record, I'd be pacing. Really? I'm a pacer, right? Like when I talk, I pace. Yeah. Like it's hard. Like I think I'm used to recording episodes and sitting still, but when I'm like sure. fired up about something, I pace. Yeah. So I feel like our episodes energy's yeah. moving through your body. Like, Let's yeah. go. like- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like, um, I feel like if we were able to have like a little drone follow, follow me around <laughs> while we record, the yeah. podcast would also be like twice as long cuz i'd be like
1: right. yeah <laughs> let's go I actually for my dude there there there's there's technology like that i don't i oh, definitely yeah. do not want to buy that cuz i the one product that i know of is like a facebook product and like at the facebook like so you can like FaceTime with people but like the the thing actually follows your movement that shit's creepy to me honestly do they have
0: um no they've had those for a while where it's I like know. you can have a it's it's a little it's a drone and you can set it to like your face and it'll follow
1: you. Oh, a drone. No, it's, dude, I'm talking about, it's like, it's literally like a stand. Like you put it up on a stand, like on your, your countertop and it, it, it rotates to follow you. Oh,
0: I've seen that too. No, dude, I'm literally okay. talking about like a, like a drone that will like, so for example, Most like drones
1: can, can do that now.
0: Yeah. So you can, so you can be going, you can go on a hike yep. and you can just set the drone up to follow you around. You can talk, you can have do like a whole like lecture and hike and the drone will just follow you.
1: Interesting technology it's, kind of, it's,
0: it's it's kind of cool honestly but yeah. at the same time like i go yeah i get what you're saying like,
1: well, i got well see i don't mind the drones but yeah. I, if, if it's if it's someone if, you know it's from facebook I, i'm a little sus- suspicious a little, yeah, a little a little yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> i don't trust yeah. facebook yeah <laughs> no I, I i hear you but like you trust instagram
0: i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> Man, I I hear what you're saying. I think I think those things just provide such big utilities. Exactly, it's it's a platform to use. but and dude, I was actually gonna relate this somehow. This could be like the last point about like asking questions and being able to question things. Yeah, like I think that's why there's such a big fight over censorship lately. Right, it's because if you're not allowed to question anything, it's kind of hard. Like you can control things a lot easier when you can't yep. question stuff. And it, and I'm just going to relate that back to person personally too. Like if you, like, if you're have if you're in a, if you're in a state and you're very negative and you're you're feeling like you're very stuck, if you can't question the validity of the state you're in, and if you can't question, like ask questions about like, what if things could be different? Yeah. You're going to be, you're, you're going to, you're going to be stuck.
1: Yeah. And it's like, what's life isn't worth living at that point. Cause it's like, yeah. you're staying the same yeah, all the time. And that's just, it's just insanity.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it can, like, you, you don't have to ask like super profound questions to start, but just start mm. asking different questions and see what happens.
1: Right. Like, what if, like, what if yeah, I like, mean, what if, it, what if, yeah. What if,
0: like, what if it, what if it's all working out for your good? Like, what if, yeah. it, what if you gave it a shot? It worked out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you can start asking questions that lead down to a different path than the one yep. that you're currently thinking about. Exactly. Just see yeah. what happens.
1: A hundred percent. Easy. Take a step doing that. It's, it's simple, but, and actually one final thing I want to make a uh, final point I want to make with that is not only start asking yourself new questions, different questions, but also start to realize the kind of questions that you unconsciously ask yourself. Mm. Cause that I find really fascinating. It's like, I'll be like taking a walk or like, I just woke up and like, I'm, I'm about to go meditate and like, there's a thought that passes through my mind and I'm I'm actually like aware of it in the moment. And it's a question like, oh, what do I got to do today? And it's with that kind of energy. And I'm like, I notice what I'm noticing. I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) hold up. I don't want to ask that kind of question. I'd rather ask the question like, what would be fun for me to do today? Or what Mm. am I looking forward to doing today? Like something like that. But like uh, we ask questions of ourselves so uh, like often all the time. Cause I mean, going back to a point, we've made definitely many other podcast episodes is that, 90 to 95% of our thoughts are from our subconscious. It's just patterned thinking. And so it's also patterned questions, you know? And so it's not even like that. We have to wait for our conscious questions that we ask ourselves, but like we got to start noticing those unconscious questions we ask that lead us either to more disempowerment or more empowerment. Nice. And shifting them, of course, if they're leading us to more disempowerment.
0: Yeah. And because of the 90 to 95% thing, like when you start to ask, Some of the questions we talked about on this podcast. Yep. It actually might feel uncomfortable at first. Yep. Because you're interjecting those new questions and you're going to, it's going to be new original thinking. Yes. That that are going to give you the answers. And it it might be uncomfortable because you're not used to it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Goes back to that. um, Like, because you actually mentioned that this before, Chris, about the, like, you're going to think new thoughts, like actually truly think when you do ask yourself these new questions. And that just reminded me of the episode we recorded on the difference between mental activity and mm. actually true, authentic thinking. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the exact episode for that. So I could just share that. as I literally recording. saw
0: that one when I was looking back earlier. I yeah. Remember.
1: It's episode 118. Definitely listen to that. It's like a 20 minute episode. The difference between true, authentic thought and mere mental activity. This episode that you're listening to right now on questions, that is a just a, it goes perfectly hand in hand because- mm. As you ask yourself new questions, more expansive questions, more positive questions, you're naturally going to be truly thinking, like actually yeah. true, authentic thought is going to come through. So nice. Yeah. All
0: right. That's it. I think, I think I'm we're good. set. Yeah. I think we're yeah. set. All
1: right, y'all. Well, you listening, hope you have a great day and yep. talk with y'all in another episode. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally, at Kevin F. Carton. Or at Chris J. Carton. Or our podcast Instagram page at Science
0: and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.